This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. The first half wasn't fun, but I had a lot of fun that second half. I don't know, like the Bengals coming back and then, yeah, the Tyler Boyd drop at the end kind of things. I don't know, maybe I'm just on my medication for this COVID and I just had fun, but I came away and I was like, man, that stinks, but you know, Teams lose to these young upstart teams all the time. The the Ravens lost to the Colts a couple weeks ago. This Texas team lost to the Panthers two weeks ago. This stuff happens. Like, this isn't a sign of like, oh, the Bengals just aren't that team this year. It's just like, put it in perspective. Like, they've won four in a row. It's hard to win 10 games in a row in the NFL. You're going to drop a few. Uh, that's why you don't want to start so slow. But when I watched it, I didn't come away thinking, like, the Bengals are toast. Like, this is the worst thing I've experienced. I know you're at the stadium. I haven't experienced – well, I experienced one Bengals loss live. That was in Pittsburgh, though. I have not gone to Cincinnati and watched them lose yet. Uh, yet. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, the game – it stunk in the end to lose, and Hendrickson's injury is an uncertainty. But really, I don't know. They came back, and I was impressed by that at the very least. The Boyd – long play to get down to the end zone that kind of led into something that I think gets a little bit overstated sometimes is like oh but you got to bleed out the clock so they don't have time to take the ball back and I'm like the most important thing here is score a touchdown like, and that's what you wanted to do yeah you like know? if Boyd if Boyd could score a touchdown he should score a touchdown there which he yeah. couldn't he got tackled um and then that's why I that that quarterback draw on second down I was like that's just a waste of a down like I guess you're making him use a timeout but I mean shoot come up with an easy pass or something that might work because both the passes that were uh, thrown had a chance. Irwin and Burrow not on the same page on the yeah. one play where there was a lot of room to the flat, but Irwin was running an out and up. One of those situations you wish you had T because Burrow was kind of like, Oh, don't, don't even run this up. Like I'm going to throw this out because you have so much room over there, but Irwin, thinking I have to run this as the playbook says, uh, runs it up, turns around, can't find the ball in time. And then the Boyd one, unfortunate, um, not to say he lost the game. And we'll get to the defense, which in my opinion was worse. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, not to say he lost the game. He didn't win the game. It's unfortunate to have two drops. I mean, I don't know if he's dropped another, does he drop maybe one ball other than that all season? He's usually very reliable. He really felt is. like he dropped that one pass 20-yard pass when the offense was stalled, and that just felt like, ah, man, this just isn't the Bengals' day. 
but then he had the chance to redeem everything and dropped it again. And that's just one of those situations to me where I'm like, not the Bengals day. You know, you're just, you're not firing on all cylinders. Uh, they almost were able to pull it out. They didn't deserve the win, but they made it a very competitive game. It was a close one. I know a lot of fans want to be angry and mad and sad about how this ended up. But to me, I was just, I was glad to have seen a great game and I wish it went the other way, but maybe I'm too optimistic about it. what do you think? So I did just get back from the stadium and I will say this: there's so many different emotions you can put into that game and you could look at it and say the Bengals should have lost by worse because the yeah. Houston Texans had more opportunities in the first half and things worked out for the defense when it comes to turning, you know, getting turnovers. But at the same time, the Cincinnati Bengals had opportunities in the red zone. So I would say this, and I am one of the, I try to always look at the glass half full for the Cincinnati Bengals. And I don't, I'm going to use this comparison and I hate everything about it, but I'm going to use it. 2021, 2022, 2023. They're in the same exact position that they've been yeah, in the I'm last four years. This The same exact position that they've been in. There's a difference, I feel, because you look at the division. And I would say Baltimore losing today helps the Cincinnati Bengals, but the biggest thing is the short week and, and playing the Baltimore Ravens. You still have the sure. Steelers in front of you. You still have the Cleveland Browns in front of you, both of them winning today. Um, obviously, with the, the Cleveland Browns playing the Ravens, that's beneficial in some way, and the Ravens dropping one doesn't get them too far ahead in the AFC North. But for the Cincinnati Bengals, they had this opportunity. They were at home and – I'm not one to throw that on Tyler Boyd. I know how a lot of people felt as soon as it happened. Tyler, you got to catch that. That was extremely important. That That's the game. That's ball game. Um, but I think Joe Burrow brought up a few good points in his post game. He said we wouldn't have been in that position as far as the field if it wasn't for Tyler Boyd in the first place. And I agree right. with them. You know, they, they were able to do that. And it's just unfortunate. Of course, you would want Tyler Boyd to make those catches. And it just – it felt for me offensively – and we'll get to the defense in just a moment. But for the offense, it just – it felt so conservative. Like they couldn't do anything after that first drive. And it felt a little bit of a repeat of the Seattle game, but obviously they won that game here, but it just felt like the urgency wasn't really there. And then when they got urgency, I don't even blame Joe Burrow for throwing the interceptions. Like it happens. One was a really bad ball by him. The other one happened too. You're trying to get aggressive. You're trying to score some points. You're trying to, you know, score a touchdown. I don't mind it, but those were opportunity opportunities too. I don't think this game showed me, oh, they're without T. Higgins. They can't get anywhere. They're not doing anything. But everybody needed to step offensively. And the offensive line, we've praised them plenty over the last few weeks. I don't feel like Alex Kappa, obviously going back and watching the tape, you'll be able to see more from the offensive line. He didn't have his best game. So yeah. offensively, we'll stay with you first, and then we'll get to the defense because the defense is the biggest eye-opening problem for me in this game. And I, I think they'll be fine, but at the same time, it's a little scary uh, with a few of the unknowns after that game, but offensively, I feel like you can point the finger at a lot of different people on the offense, including Zach Taylor. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah. Uh, did you think that interception that bounced off Drew Sample's hands, was that on Burrow? Or do you think that was on Sample? Or do you think it was just... It's so you, is that the one you are saying was a bad ball? Because, I mean, I, I, I don't know if it was perfect, but I do think that... 
I'm not even the biggest Tanner Hudson supporter, but if they had Hudson in there, he might come down with it because yeah. that's just Drew Sample's just not that type of athlete to I know he has a nine something RAS score, mm-hmm. but like literally on the field, he's not that type of athlete to sprint on a seam route, be able to turn around, jump in the air, high point a ball and come down with it. That just felt like, ah, bro, you, I, th- I think this was a. Uh, this was unnecessary. <laughs> you did not on first down need to throw a top shelf seam ball to, to Drew Sample here. I think you're just taking a heat check. The other one, all on him. Yeah, I don't know how he didn't see that corner dropping back like that. But yeah, when I, when I saw that Drew it Sample happens, one. And it, not, not, they should have been, I personally, it, it was the offense in the first half that disappointed me more than the second half interceptions. Yeah, I agree. And what it felt like to me, I mean, I want to go back and see, but it felt like they stopped because when teams sell out to kind of try to take away their deep ball, they just let them and they're like, okay, yeah, we'll just take all this underneath stuff. But then now teams are kind of like closing in on that stuff real hard. So it felt like in the second half, they kind of opened it up like, okay, they're selling out to take away the deep ball, but we're still just going to throw it there. Like we're still going to take our shots. We're still, we're just going to challenge those safeties. Like they're like cover two. You've got two deep safeties there. Who cares? Throw it. Like, <laughs> That safety is not a corner, first of all. And second, like they can't cover everybody downfield. So make them actually expand back like that and really commit to it rather than uh, be able to show that and then move and be able to play the stuff underneath. I felt like that was the difference where they ran four verticals quite a few times. Um, the Lord's play to some people. Uh, that was and usually has hinge options in there on the outside in case. Uh, the wide receiver feels like they're not getting past the corner. Mm-hmm. And one of those plays, Yossi Vash hinged and Burrow threw it as the go ball. And I was like, ah, come on. You got to run yep. that out. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was, there were a few moments that were a little upsetting, but it was fun to see the offense get opened up like that again. And that Burrow throw where he rolled to his left down the field, 40 yards downfield to chase was unbelievable. It was. We should be talking about that. We should be, and I know we will, and obviously we'll look ahead. And it's a short Those week. Those kind of stuck in my mind. Like, I, I mean, I guess, like, maybe that's just different than what a lot of people are mm-hmm. feeling. But I, those yeah. throws and, like, they they could have won the game. And the defense didn't finish it out. And especially, <laughs> they just didn't tackle Noah Brown at the end. Like, they've got a backup kicker. We don't need to – I mean – yeah, he probably makes it, but we don't. Instead of stripping the ball, get the guy down. Like that's what's most important right now. But there was a there were a few moments like that. Um, it just it feels to me like one of those. I feel like we have this game every year, and this was a more like the exciting Jets game of twenty twenty one. Sure, you can think, but this is a much better offense that yes. they're facing. At least it's not like. Mike White or something like that. This was a very good rookie quarterback having a very good game. He's showing that he's most likely the offensive rookie of the year. And with the state of quarterback play across the league, he's in the MVP discussion. 